we think of December as like winter time. So by January, it feels like, oh my gosh, wake me up when it's over. Wake me up when it's springtime. Allow ourselves to be little sleepy hibernating bears for a while. Hello and welcome back to the Hard Feelings Podcast. This is, of course, my mental health podcast where I talk about things like anxiety, depression, anger, jealousy, stupidity, aka hard feelings. Oh man, we're, we're not talking about any of those hard feelings this week though. This week we're talking about winter and all of the hard feelings that come with that. And I know you're probably like, what does that mean? You can't feel winter? No. No, I did, that's where you're wrong because I thought the same thing the first time this question was presented to me because the inspiration for this week's podcast episode comes from a video that my friend sent to me. So basically, this girl in the video says, are you acting like summer when it's actually winter? And she talks about talking to a friend who was saying that they felt like really down, really tired, really exhausted, real like seasonally depressed. Hi, hello, me. Me, Abs absolutely me to a T. I've been feeling so exhausted the past few weeks. She says this in the video too. We all kind of do this to ourselves after the winter holidays where we feel like, okay, that was the break. Now it's the new year and I need to get back to business. I need to set resolutions. I need to start executing all of them at the same time. I need to start setting my Q1 goals and planning out all of the things I'm gonna accomplish this year. And man, oh man, is it exhausting to even and just sit here and think about these things. So imagine actually trying to do them. And in this video, she goes on to say that now winter time is the time for dreaming, resting, going inward and taking it slow. And yet we all still try to act like summer all of the time because that's kind of, you know, what living in a capitalist society is like. Hey, don't, don't hate, don't hate. I'm not trying to make things political, but um, is, is that not the whole point of capitalism is to constantly be growing exponentially like that is such a summer thing to do and you know what and that's the whole point she was trying to make in this video right is that like you kind of have to work with the energy that you're in winter time is a time of reflection it's a time of looking inward it's a time for rest the animals know this right if there's one group of <laughs> if there's one group of homies that really got it all figured out it's the animals am i right <laughs> no but seriously my therapist was saying this to me a couple weeks ago too honestly back in the fall i was telling her i was first starting to feel really really tired and i was like oh man is like is that like my body getting ready for the winter and she was like absolutely like we don't even question it at all when animals prepare for winter and get ready for hibernation and take a big long rest like we are we're mammals too you know like we have the same biological wiring for hibernation that the animals do we just as humans don't tend to allow ourselves to rest because capitalism. Um, and you know, we got to pay the bills. So that's kind of why, <laughs> that's kind of why all of these feelings are so hard to deal with, right? Because we can sit here and acknowledge that we need rest and we need time to dream and we need time to look inward. But in reality, we don't all have the time to sit down and do this 24 seven. And I don't think that we have to, you know, and that's, that is what I intend to explore in this week's episode is how we can lean more into winter, lean more into rest in a way that still fits our busy lifestyle. So if that sounds interesting to you, 
keep on listening to it just because I'm talking about it right now. So like I was saying, these past few weeks, although let's let's be honest, it's been like a month at this point, I have been feeling so unbelievably exhausted. It feels like no matter how early I go to bed or how much I sleep in in the morning, I just am never feeling fully rested. It's not something that coffee can change. It's not something that exercise can change. It's just this constant sense of tiredness. And it feels like no matter what I do to try to beat out the tiredness, you know, like I said, I'm trying to go to bed early. I'm trying to get up early. I'm drinking freaking sleepy time teas. I'm drinking all of these lavender. I'm drinking all of these herbal teas at night, trying to give myself better sleep at night so I can wake up well rested. and. I still wake up in the morning so freaking tired and yeah I think you know my therapist has said this to me that video I referenced has really put in perspective to me that I am fighting winter so hard and it's it's clearly not working you know not that I'm gonna stop exercising and stop drinking coffee and doing all of these things that like I, I do still enjoy doing but I'd really like to stop using them as weapons against my body's desire to rest tiredness is like one of the biggest hard feelings that I want to talk about today. And it might seem a little weird because, you know, normally we talk about things like jealousy, depression, anxiety, stuff like this, and tiredness goes with all of those things. So even though it might not seem like a feeling that is as deep and able to be pulled apart and peeled back like an onion that has many layers, tiredness might not seem like an onion, you know, rich with layers, each one peeling back to reveal another piece of the puzzle of that feeling, but it straight up is. Because tiredness, like I said, shows up with so many other emotions. How do you feel after you've been angry for a really long time? Pretty freaking exhausted, right? How do you feel after you've been crying for a long time because you're really, really sad? Tired. Tired comes with all of these things. So why am I trying to punish myself for being tired? Why am I sitting here saying, how dare I be tired? How dare I feel all of these hard feelings and how dare they lead me to tiredness? It's kind of hilarious when I sit down and say it like this because every single week I'm coming on here, I'm talking about hard feelings with you guys, I'm talking about them in therapy, I'm talking about them in my journal, and I'm over here like, oh, how, how dare my body betray me with this tiredness when in reality it's like, girlfriend, your body is reacting exactly how it is supposed to. And that raises the question, what if I just allowed myself to rest without guilt? What would happen? Literally, what would happen? And you know, I recognize I'm in a privileged position where I get to, you know, decide my own work schedule so I can afford to sleep in a little bit more in the morning than somebody who has a set work schedule. But like, why am I punishing myself for that? How many times on this podcast have I talked about, you know, this guilt that I force on myself for not having a lifestyle that looks like my parents' generation? Why should I sit here and feel horrible about being able to make my own schedule? You know, it's kind of this funny thing where my whole life I never wanted to work a nine to five and now that I don't have to work a nine to five I feel guilty about not working from nine to five it is insane but I just get so resentful of my body for needing rest sometimes because of capitalism because of feeling like I constantly need to be growing. I constantly need to have six projects going at once or else I'm not being a productive member of society or else I'm not producing enough accomplishments to impress my family. I need to constantly have six things going on so when people ask me how's work going, I can say here are examples of how hard I work so you think I have a real job. You know, this is all stuff I am projecting onto other people and man, I didn't expect to talk about 
that during the tiredness episode, the inner winter episode, but it actually makes quite a lot of sense. Cause like I said in the beginning, winter is about looking inward. It's about dreaming. I really loved that she said that in the video. I love that she said winter is about dreaming because that's kind of how I've subconsciously been feeling these past few weeks. I've just really been thinking about the future, but not in like a goal setting way and like a wouldn't this be nice way? Wouldn't it be nice to feel this way? That's actually part of my human design. If you guys are into human design, I'm a generator and part of my chart is non-specific manifesting, which means that when I want to manifest something, I need to focus less on a visual. Like I'm not somebody who needs to make a dream board of like every particular particular visual of what I want in life. For me, it's about the feeling. I need to focus on how I want to feel, and that's kind of what I've been dreaming about lately. So let's discuss, what can we do to embrace inner winter? Like I said, I recognize I'm in a privileged position that I can allow myself to sleep more. That's something I am gonna work on, not hating on myself for sleeping more. And you know what, maybe even trying to get better sleep because here's the thing, I get up in the middle of the night because my cat screams. If you have any advice on how to stop that from happening, feel free to leave it in the comments down below. I don't really think there's anything we could do about that. But I'm gonna try not to beat myself up about sleeping when I need to sleep because hey, I'm still getting my work done just because I'm working a different schedule. Just because I might not work eight hours a day doesn't mean that I am a terrible person and I still have plenty of accomplishments to be proud of and I am not my accomplishments. It's okay to just be alive. Ah, That's another thing I'm always trying to remind myself. We do not live to accomplish things. We are meant to live to enjoy life and sometimes it's okay if you have a day where all you do is enjoy life. In fact, it's even better because it it's, fills you up. You can't pour from an empty cup. You guys know all these things. Oh my gosh. Another way I want to work on embracing winter and all of that good stuff is continuing to journal more, but to journal a bit more freely. I know I'm a broken record about journaling. I know you're like, we get it. Oh my gosh, we get it. Journaling is good for your mental health. But the thing I have been trying to focus more on this year, with journaling this year, I'm trying to make it less like, mm, this is exactly the thing I'm trying to work through right now and doing more of just like letting my stream of consciousness be written down. You know, like I just, maybe that sounds obvious to you, but sometimes I would like sit down with a particular thing I wanted to journal about. And now I'm more so just kind of sit and write out what I'm thinking about. And I let that take me in a million different directions. Like my journal entries used to be more like cohesive essays where you're like, okay, you know, if you were somebody reading my journal, which don't read my journal unless I give you permission to, but if you were reading my journal, you could like get the whole story. I would like give you all of the details as if I was writing a book. But now when I journal, I'm trying more to do stream of consciousness. Like you, you if you were to read my journal entries now, one, you'd probably get bored because they are much, much longer and they go all over the place and they have visuals and they have song lyrics that I randomly write in that I feel like are representative of something I'm going through at the time. Like I just write all sorts of random stuff and I break it apart. I don't write like all spaces. I like put spaces between things. I circle things. I write little doodles. Like I just really try to write with my stream of consciousness and that's been helping me feel really good. That's been helping me feel more able to talk through my feelings, more able to figure out what my feelings are. Ugh, I hope I'm explaining this well because it's really felt like a very different way of journaling for me. Okay, so before I'm sitting down, I'm writing about a certain topic. Dear diary, 
I don't write that in my journal, but I would start a journal entry like, today I am feeling bad about this thing. These are the thoughts that I am having, and this is what I'm struggling with, you know? And I would like go through the whole thing, try to figure out the reasons why I was feeling a certain feeling. Sometimes that's great, but I really like just writing down what's going through my brain because it's like when I come on here and talk on the podcast, right? Sometimes I sit down to talk about one thing and as I'm talking, I realize how many feelings go into one feeling or how many feelings tend to present themselves together. You know, when I set out to make this podcast, I set out to talk about one feeling at a time, but the more episodes I make, the more I realize that all of these hard feelings are intertwined with each other. And the more we can see you know, the good and the bad, I don't even like to say the good and the bad, the yin and the yang, you know, the opposite ends of these feelings and that these feelings are a spectrum and there are advantages and disadvantages within these feelings, it's just gonna get easier and easier, you know? It felt really intimidating at the beginning. I was like, ugh, I gotta make peace with anger, I gotta make peace with jealousy, I gotta make peace with resentment, I gotta make peace with rudeness. This is gonna be so, so, so hard, but the more I make peace with all of these different emotions, the more I realize they're intertwined. Like, I really thought tiredness was gonna be a very difficult one for me to come to terms with, and I'm not saying I'm there, you know? I, I'm not, <laughs> not saying I'm there in the least. I'm sure there will still be many moments where I'll feel guilty about being tired and feeling guilty about having rest, but sitting here talking through it with you and realizing that the feeling of tiredness presents itself within so many other feelings just makes me feel like, okay, this is clearly not a feeling that I can ignore. I think we really need to reclaim tiredness, right? Because so often tiredness has been looped in with laziness, and laziness is a word that we have been taught is not a good thing to be. Don't be lazy. Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing you can be is lazy. At least that's how I feel like I grew up. I thought, you know, you, you're allowed to be lazy when you're really, really, really sick, because that's when your body needs the rest. But any other time, Nope, you gotta find something productive to do. But laziness is really just tiredness, and tiredness, like I said, pops up with other emotions. Are you rarely ever tired just to be tired? Okay, yeah, probably. If you haven't gotten enough sleep, then you might be tired just to be tired, but I just feel like tiredness amplifies other emotions too. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Ooh, okay, she's finding the wording. She's finding the wording. Bear with us here. Tiredness amplifies other emotions. I said it goes along with other emotions, but it kind of can make them worse, right? Like, if you are tired and somebody says something that irritates you, you might be more likely to snap because the tiredness amplified that emotion. If you are feeling sad and that one little thing sets you off, you might be more likely to cry than you would be if you were well-rested. So, why why are, am, why are we, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looping you in this too. Why are we over here shaming tiredness, shaming laziness, thinking that we need to be constant productive members of society when we can also acknowledge that tiredness amplifies all of these other emotions and causes us to snap? But that can be a good thing too, can it? Right? Tiredness sometimes forces us to feel those emotions we didn't want to feel. I don't always feel super great when I randomly start crying and have a breakdown in the middle of the day, but do you know how great I feel after? Pretty freaking great. How freaking great do you feel after you've had a nice long cry? How great do you feel after you got angry and yelled and got all of your feelings out and then came to an understanding? great, right? And you know, that doesn't always happen when we're angry. It doesn't always have a happy ending, but sometimes it causes things to get moving. You know, you might snap and say something when you're angry that you shouldn't have said, 
but maybe that's really just showing that you're pushing your anger down too much and you need to have a more healthy way of expressing your anger. Maybe you need to start screaming into pillows more or, or just sharing your feelings more, you know, before they blow up in that way. Tiredness tells us when we need rest. How else would you know when to rest if you didn't feel tired, dude? That's kind of amazing. So I think this is a good challenge for you and I, you know, with, even if you don't have time to, to make your own schedule, even if you have, you know, work and things that you need to get to, think about when you do have free time. Do you spend all of that free time resting or do you spend 99.99999% of it being productive and doing other things? Because I know that's what I do during my free time or I mindlessly scroll on my phone. So, and, and that doesn't make me feel rested at all, dude. Oh my gosh, makes my eyes feel more tired sometimes. But I challenge you to take some of that free time you have and actually rest, you know? And think about what's restful for you. Because that's another thing, is I used to definitely view rest as sitting and scrolling on my phone, sitting and watching TV. And hey, I still love to sit and watch TV, but I'm trying to watch TV without being on my phone as much lately. You know, I don't always think it's great to have a million forms of media going at once and I, I said I don't think it's always great because I do think it's great sometimes but not <laughs> not when you're trying to rest you know that's not restful something I found really restful is going for walks outside and when I go for said walks outside I really do try to put my phone away you know sometimes I'll pull it out to take some pictures but I try to put my phone away because I find that just being present in nature being present outside is very restful for me and you know I'm not power walking or anything we're just taking a we're taking a stroll <sighs> but yeah I'm gonna be honest with you I'm still not great at resting. I'm trying to knit more because that's something I can still do with my hands but still feels relatively restful. I don't know. It's hard having having an, an ADHD brain sometimes, man, because I just, I don't, I like to always be doing something with my hands, but I also know I need to rest. And I know that rest looks different for everybody. You know, some people can literally just like sit down, stare at the wall and they find that restful. Whereas for me, um, I will just go into my head and think a million things. So it's been interesting to try to find different ways of resting that are still a little active. I don't know. I don't know if I figured out rest, you guys. I'm trying not to hate tiredness. I'm trying not to hate this desire for rest that I have. And I'm trying to figure out different ways to feed that desire that aren't just sleep because I'm already doing that and it's I still feel tired even after I slept. So yeah, man oh man, this is a work in progress for me. I, I the first step is acknowledgement, right? I acknowledge that I have been trying to live as summer despite it being winter and it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for me at all. So I think it's time to try something new. Do you guys wanna see something really cute? I got myself a stress ball this week because I noticed I've been squeezing my hands a lot lately. Like I'm doing this squeezing motion and I was like, why not get something to squeeze instead of squeezing my hands and look at this it's a freaking soup dumpling it comes in this little container and the soup dumpling is filled with flour and I just sit here and I squeeze it I think there might be some water in there too doesn't that kind of look like droplets but I haven't popped it so far which is great I'm a little nervous because I do kind of have sharp nails but it's so nice to just sit here and squeeze I don't like the noise it makes all the time so I try to just keep it down here and not listen. Do you want to hear the noise? Trigger warning, squishing noise. Yeah. Not my favorite noise, 
but it's really, really cute. Um, I've been enjoying this. If you have any stress ball recommendations, please let me know because I, I need, like I said, I need something to just do with my hands at all times. I gotta do it. I gotta, gotta, I gotta, gotta, I gotta do it. And that brings us to my mental health song of the week. Um, this is a song that has just been good for my mental health, not necessarily about mental health. Although, you know what? Arguable. Have you guys been listening to Leve? I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. I've looked it up multiple times. Leve is the most dreamy, whimsical, jazzy, classical. I don't even know how to describe her. It's just her album, Bewitched, is so freaking good. I recommend every single song on that album, but Dreamer has been my favorite lately. We've been sitting here talking about how winter is the time for dreaming. It's the time for looking inward, and Leve wrote us an anthem for just that. She says, I'm giving up. I'm throwing in my hat. I can't take another lifeless little chat. I'm moving up into the cloud into my fantasy. Like, she just talks about how she's living in her fantasy and she has no time for mindless chit chat and she only has time for talking about fantastical things and big dreams and she's just gonna dream big and nobody can bring her down from her cloud that she's on and that's the energy that I want to go into into this winter time. This is a song that is playing in the soundtrack of my head at all times and I just need you to know that. Oh, also a thing I wanted to mention earlier that this girl said in the video that I referenced is that winter just started. You know, I think sometimes, I think I mentioned this in last week's episode, we think of December as like winter time. So by January, it feels like, oh my gosh, wake me up when it's over. Wake me up when it's springtime. But dude, winter started at the end of December and we're not even at the end of January yet. So we're not even a month into winter time yet. So stop fighting it. I'd, it's me at me, you know? Absolutely, I'm saying that to myself in the mirror as well. Stop fighting winter time. Stop trying to act like summertime when it's not summertime. We can act like summertime when it's summertime. Like, there is so much to be said about the seasons having an effect on our bodies. You know, I feel like we've all kind of come to terms with, at least we all, I'm talking about the, the Hard Feelings podcast community, <laughs> I hope have come to terms with the fact that, you know, the winter has an effect on our mental health. So why not lean into winter and see if that doesn't help it out? I'll give anything a try. I will absolutely, if you have anxiety, you probably feel the same way. You'll give anything a try. Um, so why not, why not embrace the rest? Why not embrace the dreams, embrace the looking inwards, and allow ourselves to be little sleepy hibernating bears for a while and not feel guilty about it. I hope that you'll join me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. I know it was a rambly one. Every single episode is. This is your first one, and you liked it. I hope you'll come back and listen again follow subscribe do all the things and rate and review tell me tell me how you liked it unless you didn't like it please don't tell me that'll hurt my feelings but also leave an honest review uh, I hope I think if you didn't like it you probably wouldn't have listened to the end right I don't think you'd listen to the end if you didn't like it thank you so much for listening to the end though you sweetheart I love you so much I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week with a new episode bye take care of yourself